we believe life is precious. This is it. We've got one shot at this. It's on us to live life to the fullest, to maximize what we've been given and play the game of life at our full potential. Are you living up to your potential? Are you frustrated that despite your best intentions, you just can't seem to make the changes needed to take things to the next level so you can impact your career, relationships, and health? If this is hitting home, you're in the right place. Our mission is to open the door to the exceptional life by showing you how to play the game of life at a higher level. So you're playing at your full potential rather than at a fraction as most people do. We'll share the one thing that once we learned it, our lives were transformed. And once you learn it, watch what happens. Welcome to Think It, Be It, the podcast. I'm Kelly Hatfield. Hey, and I'm John Mitchell. So today the topic is your inner world determines your outer world. Now, I got this from listening to a, uh, a interview on uh, impact theory with Tony Robbins. And um, so, Kelly, what do you think about that as a concept? Your inner world determines your outer world. Oh, my gosh. Uh, um, we've, there are so many things. <laughs> Have you ever heard of this concept? <laughs> there are so many things that we talk about that connect to directly that. So I'm really excited to dig into this discussion because it is so true. Right, right. Um, and, you know, as he gets into this, he says, you either live up or down to your identity. Interesting. You Interesting. either live up or down to your identity. And I'm I'm thinking about that. Of course, you know, this is pure think it be it because, you know, we create your identity and then you feed it to yourself every day. But I see that that most people uh, create their di- identity out of default, don't you think? Yeah. I mean, I think that most 100% out of default, like they're not thinking about their identity at all. Right. Um, you know what I mean? It just is something that um, they assume over time. Um, and, you know, just like anything else before you're, you're sitting there and going, have this happen. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, right. Yeah. I th- but I think, you know, this this idea that it's by default, you know, you you go through your life and and, uh, you know, something bad happens to you a few times and and then you become a victim. OK, mm-hmm. now I'm a I'm a victim. And it goes back to like we were talking uh, two or three weeks ago about about the stories you tell yourself. Well, you know, th- those stories determine your identity. And and I'm thinking back in my life, and I'm sort of curious about about you. Uh, how how did your identity evolve? As you, as thinking back from when you were a kid, and I, I in your case, I remember your your dad sort of getting you going on being an entrepreneur. But w- walk us through that process a little bit. Yeah. So um, as far as my identity. You know, I think that, um, you know, growing up, I, uh, there was unrest in our home, you know, Mm -hmm. so um, I had, you know, illness, and then uh, a brother with alcoholism and drug addiction, and who's quite a bit older than me. And so from early on, it was, okay, how do I just keep the peace? Because there's lots of arguing going on, there's lots of, you know, so if I just achieve... And I'm the one that they don't have to worry about. 
Right. They don't have to. And I can um, I can bring some joy to my dad through um, do like and and I think I reflect back on that now and I can connect the dots. Right. I can see where I'm at. I didn't see it at the time that that's what I was doing. But that was absolutely I'm like, just don't make any more waves because there's plenty already. And then maybe you can just be invisible, like just achieve do your do the stuff that you want to you know um th- that you're going for and everything and like i would enter deca competitions and like i was the only one there without a, my family there you know right. um, and placing first and everything like it, you know it was cuz my dad worked in alaska and everything or otherwise he would have probably been there but um i uh so yeah it was just that was part of what formed my identity was this desire to make people happy you know, so then in like, I don't know what that connection point is, but that's absolutely part of my identity. And then through that DECA, I learned one of them was an entrepreneur competition. And I was like, oh, this is what I want to do. I want to chart my own path. I want to be my own boss. I want to. So from 17 years old, you know, um, I had a great teacher. So she helped form Mm -hmm. that, you know, if I saw a woman for the first time, be really successful in business and know her stuff as far as marketing was concerned at that time. Obviously this is before the, before the internet. Right. Right. (laughs) We were posting on billboards and putting ads in newspapers. (laughs) Right. (laughs) But um, is that what you meant when you were talking about identity and what led Um, me on the path? And, and so how did that, that identity that was foundational um, evolve in your 20s and 30s to to maybe to the point where you did think it be it. Yeah, I think that, um, again, uh, through my career, so I landed in a role in recruiting that I knew from the week, the first week I was there, I loved it. I'm like, I'm mm-hmm. helping people. That's I like, so it, it filled that component for me. It filled me up in terms of helping people. And I was like, oh, you know, and then I worked my right way up through the ranks over the course of, you know, 13 years. And, uh, you know, and then through, again, other mentorship was like, you know, you keep talking about starting your own business, you know, um, and we've talked about this before where he's like, how are you, how are you going to feel three years from now if we're still having this conversation? Cause we've had it a hundred times, right. you know, and I, so it was that slap in the face and I'm like, I'm freaking doing this, you know, so took the leap, started my first business that was 14 years ago. And then again, it seems like every time I get to a certain, like I was hitting a ceiling in my mm-hmm. businesses and went mm-hmm. on that next search for, okay, I don't have, I'm not who I need to be to get to the next level. Mm-hmm. I don't have the skill set to get to the next level. So that like that awareness right. that I was lacking. And the reason why the business wasn't growing was because um, I needed more knowledge Mm-hmm. I needed more. Right. I needed to be the next version of myself. And I wasn't sure what that was. And so I found a solution to that. I'm going to interview brilliant people, you know, right. and then that's where we met. So I've always been seeking knowledge. I'm lucky that my dad instilled that um, uh, reading from a bit like reading and soccer, I think, saved my life as a kid, you know. Right. Um, yeah. You know, so being able to I spent hours at the library to avoid not being at home. I was, you know excelled in soccer because, you know, it was competitive and, um, I, you know, I loved the discipline of it. And right. so uh, like all of those little things have carried over and kind of led me to where we're at. And then to our conversation where I was like, this is the next thing for me. This yeah. is the piece that's missing. 
that I didn't know or understand. And we talked a little bit about this off before we started recording, which is the science part of it and just understanding how your brain works. I was giving you an example of something I was integrating into my life in this kind of next chapter and how I'm using our method to integrate that and how fascinating it is to watch the science work and me be going, I know exactly why this is happening. Yeah, right. Um, I know. So, um, so anyway, that was kind of the missing, you know, kind of piece in me understanding how to utilize um, my brain to take me to the next level and what that meant from an identity standpoint, you know? Right. Right. And, and, you know, and pulling this back to what uh, Tony Robbins mentioned that you live up or down to your identity. And I, I think back in, in my life, in my thirties and forties, you know, I become an entrepreneur at, at 30 and, um, by the grace of God, you know, timing is good. And I make a lot of money in, in real estate development, uh, you know, to really launch myself as a uh, entrepreneur. And, you know, I'm, I'm proud of myself and that becomes my identity. I'm an entrepreneur. I'm uh, control my own destiny. Uh, I'm really hardworking. I'm, I'm outworking everybody else. And, and, you know, we're, you know, I'm evolving and that's my identity. And then then I hit 50 and go, you know, this identity is not working. It's it's working for maybe the average life, a little better than the average life, but it's not working for the exceptional life. And um, I get turned on to uh, think and grow rich and create our uh, our template. And, and you know, it was sort of I, I didn't realize it at the time, but I, now I can see. Oh, you know, at, at that point in my life, I'm like, okay, you have to recreate yourself, and, and what a what a great opportunity that is. You know, it's just a blank sheet of paper. So you decide what do you want to be, what do you want to accomplish, how are you going to do it, and and to the best of your ability, you create that clarity, and that becomes your identity. And you've got it on paper. It's not in you yet, but it's on paper. And then you feed that identity to yourself every day. And after almost 30 days, suddenly that's who you've become. And and it's this evolving loop because the deeper you understand who you are and your identity and that clarity, you change it as 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 you see fit. And that takes you even further and creates new behaviors and those better behaviors create the life you want. And I see how how what Tony Robbins is saying is so true. The only thing that Tony doesn't have is the methodology for applying it, for creating that new identity and then making it show up. And so uh, that's what I'm proud of. Uh, but he also talks about how the life you experience is based on what you focus on. What do you think about that? Oh my gosh. You know, it's so true. I'll give this, uh, uh, I'll give an example really quick of, of, uh, and this goes back to like how the stories you tell yourself. So it's all really closely connected, but just this idea of turning 50, I recently just turned 50 and, um, I could have been like, Oh, you know, I'm halfway (laughs) if I'm lucky, you know Mm. what I mean? Like, like there could have been this whole narration about, 50 and that not being a good thing. And, um, but I chose 
to focus on all of the um like what I had learned in the last decade, how how I'm going to apply that and elevate that in the next decade, the next iteration of myself, like what I am aiming for and who I need to be um to get that next to get to that next place I want to get to. And um so again, it was just the that's what I focus I choose to focus on the positive um of it or I choose mm-hmm. to focus on what I'm supposed to be learning as a result of this. You mentioned victim, you know, where somebody right. something right. bad happens to somebody multiple times in a row and they're asking the wrong question most of the time. They don't understand they've got that victim mentality. They're saying, "Ugh, why does this always happen to me?" Right. That is a victim mentality instead of saying, "This is interesting. This keeps happening. How can I stop this pattern?" Or right. Um, what are some things that I can do to, uh, you know, ABC, like, you know what I mean? It's just, again, it's, it's what you focus on grows good, bad, or otherwise, Right. you know, it goes back to John, what we were talking about with energy, right? You know, the energy you get out, you put out is what you get back. Right. Right. So, yeah. It's, it's fascinating. And, and, you know, Tony Robbins talks about, uh, you have to be clear about your identity and you got to have a compelling future pulling you forward. Uh, boy, that is so true. Uh, mm-hmm. And I see a lot of people, most people do not have a compelling future that they can articulate. Just like we were talking uh, a few minutes ago about you turning 50 and you have a compelling future that you can articulate and that intellectually pulls you forward. And and uh, it's so powerful. You know, the other thing I was thinking about, I was listening to uh, Peter Diamandis, and you know who he is. Yeah. Um, you know, it's funny. I met him at Genius. I was in Genius Network, and mm-hmm. I can't, I may have told you this before, but Ginger's with me, and she starts chatting up uh, Peter Diamandis. I'm not, like, with her at the moment, uh-huh. but I can tell he is smitten with Ginger. <laughs> Well, who wouldn't be? Well, I know, I know, and and so I come over. He's he's disappointed to see me, but uh, but uh, I go and and uh, we talk. And now I kid her. I go, well, uh, your boyfriend, you know, Peter, you know, and um, but anyway, he was talking about how you know the lately it's been in the news. Elon Musk has a company that is implanting computer chips into people's heads so they can access the internet through their thoughts. Have you heard of this? I haven't, but wow. Yeah. It's uh it, the company is Neuralink. It's based here in, in Austin. And um uh they just got FDA approval for human trials. And and Peter Diamandis, who is a futurist, says, you know, by the uh End uh, of this decade, you're going to see a number of a lot of people doing this. Certainly in the in the 2030s, you're going to see a lot of people doing this because this is the future. And and you know, to a large degree, when you say that today, people are oh, I'd never do that. But over time, more and p- more people will. And I'm thinking about that, and I'm like, you know, this is so fascinating to me because if you can. Uh, implant a chip that connects you to the internet uh 
think of the potential that that has. But here's the problem. People aren't reaching even a, a, a fifth of their potential today, because as we've talked about in our method, on the other side of the spectrum, if, uh, you know, we see that people are playing at 10 to 20% of their potential because they don't really have control of themselves. And as, as I've observed, you know, we're seeing this bifurcation in society today between the people that have control over themselves and the people that don't. Well, at the foundation of that is a couple of things. One, we're innately wired for survival, which causes us to be fear-based and reactive. And 95% of our daily actions are unconscious. And so when you take those two things and you see that when we wake up each morning, we're on autopilot most of the day, innately wired to be fear-based and reactive, which is the opposite of how we want to be if we want to be successful. And so I look at that and go, wow, you know, sure, you can implant a chip in your head and expand your potential. But if you don't have control over yourself before you do that, it does you absolutely no good. And and I am amazed at how um, only about one in seven people does anything to impact their mindset, to take control over their mindset, to override being wired for survival and and to you know define their identity and make that then by feeding that identity to yourself every day you you become that identity you know i see in all my years on this planet how fundamentally simple success is it's just it's just not that hard you know uh you create what you want to be then you feed it to yourself every day, and that that gives you control over yourself. And, you know, it's just amazing in this world of clutter that people can't see that. Do you agree? Yeah, I 100% agree. It was funny. I can't remember if we were talking about it in this episode or another episode um, where, you know, we were talking about, like, what our experience was. Oh, we were talking off air, I think, right. um, with what our experience was with think it be it and like who really this is for and like how you have to be kind of, you know, the type of people who've been successful um, are wired a little bit differently. They're driven, you know, um, they, you know, all of the things that we've talked about. And uh, I I find that fascinating, like even with some of the teams that I work with and where I bring up this concept of your brain, how it works. I mean, even just a basic education about how many people's just science i'm not interested right <laughs> you know what i mean and they're missing out on an you know a, an opportunity there are just so many people what i'm recognizing is that aren't intentional about growth about learning about learning more about these things that can really give them a leg up well you know i can't imagine if 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 your team of of primarily women maybe all women mm-hmm. you know they're right there they're seeing you every day that you have such a commanding uh, a presence and like your superpower is is being totally present. They've got to be sitting there admiring you. And why aren't they going, I want to be like her? Well, if she's got something that she's doing, I want to do it. Well, you know, that's pure logic, but that is not how it works, is it? 
No, it isn't. You know, and I think just the emotions, I think there's so much we've talked about before that gets in the way. Um, you know, I think uh, distractions and self-doubt and putting limits on yourself and these stories you tell yourself and, you know, all of these things. And if I just have a little bit of time with them, you know, versus, you know, yeah. working alongside somebody, that's different. You know, I think that wanting something and man, that'd be great if I fill in the yeah. blank. It's yeah. very different. Like we've talked about more than being committed. Yeah. To working because if you're committed, you'll do whatever it takes to make it happen. Like I this I want to emulate this behavior or whatever. But if it's you're just interested, the first time it gets tough or you get uncomfortable, it's like you're you're falling back to your old patterns and everything again. You right. know, right. So it's just right. that's part of human nature. Like we talked about in a, pre, a previous ep- episode, like the frailties, you know, um, and deficiencies of human nature that, you know, we have so many things working against us and success. We're not wired innately for success. Right, right. Yeah. And, you know, I, I've gotten to the point, though, where I'm like, uh, you know, people get this concept of 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 taking their life and creating immense intention and clarity and feeding it to themselves every day. And then how that impacts your daily actions. You know, people either get that or they don't. There's there's no sense in trying to uh, beat them up about why don't you get it? You should get it. You know, it's the central concept of the top book in the world on success. It, it does, you know, they either get it or they don't get it. And if they don't get it now, maybe they'll get it at some future point. You know, uh, they're just not ready to get it. But, yep. but you know, to wrap this, this up, you know, as I told you uh, many times, you know, in my 30s and 40s, I always uh, was seeking a success formula, thinking that, yeah, that there is there one thing that you can do that if you did it, it would assure your success. And you know, I'd given up on on probably finding it by the time I turned fifty. And then I discover it in the most logical place in the world, the top book in the world on success. And so I look at it and go, "Wow, uh, there is a success formula, and it's so freaking easy, and it only takes twelve minutes a day." So mm-hmm. how? How cool is that? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Until next time, we'll see you. Thanks for listening today. If you've had your own aha moment from today's episode, send me or John an email. We'd love to share your epiphany with our audience. So email us at kelly at thinkitbeit.com or john at thinkitbeit.com. In the meantime, live the exceptional life.